Thank you for tuning into the Monarch Touch Show. This is a place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra, and I'll be your host. On the last episode, I talked about preparing for the future by first getting our emotions grounded securely. As chaos happens around us, we can be secure in knowing whose we belong to and how we want to feel. Today, I want us to think about where we are headed and what matters most to us. I think that it is a great thing for us to want to improve our life. We should be desiring to get better every day. When we are young children, we grow in size and maturity, but as adults, we should be striving to be continually grow, growing in wisdom. And as we grow in wisdom, we improve our relationship with our Creator, our skill sets, personal relationships, finances, and our physical health. One thing I find common among all of us is our deep desire to matter in this world. We want to know if our life mattered and if we made a difference. I want to help you improve your life by teaching you to cast visions for yourself if you haven't experienced that yet and do it in a way that is bigger than yourself. Matthew 9, 27 through 29 asks this question, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Think about this. Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus asked this question to two blind men, and he is still asking us this very same question today. Do you believe he is able to answer your prayers, your requests, your needs, and your wants? Do you believe that he is able to help you experience a life that matters. What Jesus declared to these blind men was, according to your faith, be it done to you. And this is what he is saying to us still today. How are you responding? What does your faith look like? Does it change depending on your circumstances? How has your faith looked this past year during this global pandemic and our political turmoil? How about when life is going really well? Do you still rely on your faith when you are bringing in wealth and success? I once heard this question and it opened my eyes and shook me to the core. And I'm going to ask you, if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus really is who he says he is in the Bibles and the words in the Bible really are God breathed, would you be living your life any differently? See, I love this question because it forces me to see my true faith, not the one I imagine myself having. The hard truth is that if we are calling ourselves Christians, but living in a way that does not line up with the word of God, then our incongruence reveals the truth of what we are looking at and what we are finding most important in our hearts. What we are turning our face towards in making our focal point will determine how we create our vision for this following year of 2021. We read throughout the scriptures that as a whole, we turn our face away from our creator and try to make it on our own. If left to ourselves, we fall away from God, but he 
thankfully, is full of grace and keeps drawing us near to Him. It's good that we make plans for our life. However, God is more interested in growing our character than our plans. He will bring what is on the inside of us out to reveal the truth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, and we can become hostile and judgmental of other people when a heart is not right with God. For an example, during this health pandemic and political unrest, when my eyes shift away from God and onto my problems, I find myself in many disagreements with people about what we ought to believe in. Rather than being present with people, listening to their feelings in love. We can't seem to help but create division amongst one another instead of living in peace when our eyes are away from God. When our heart is not right with God, we also get tripped up by going after things that we think will make us happy or feel good about ourselves. The downside is accomplishments and having new things can be satisfying, but only for a moment. Because not before long, once again, we will feel empty. The reality is that fulfilling our desires without having an intimate relationship with the one who created us can never quench our hunger. We will always want more. I want to help you experience true joy and prosperity this upcoming year. But we do that by starting with having a healthy vision of what is most important. The people that walked with Jesus had to make a choice even then to believe just like we do today. The blind man had hope that he was who he claimed to be and they chose to believe Jesus could in fact do the impossible. And here's the thing, Jesus uses miracles still today to teach us to have faith in God, to not doubt in our hearts that his word can be trusted and is still alive today. But this is the most important part. Do you trust his word to be true? Can you believe in his promises and trust that God is who he says he is? Can you believe in his character of his compassionate grace and his steadfast love? Do you want an intimate relationship with God? Everything that is alive on this earth today will someday perish. Other than our spirit, nothing will last forever. Our life here on this earth is like a vapor. And in this short time, what we are binding here, we are preparing for our eternal future. So what are you wanting to do with your time? There was a season in my life where I lived for my own desires and every choice I made went against the word of God. I wanted things that were not bad in themselves, but instead of making choices God's way, I was impatient and I did things my way. I didn't think at the time that I was rebelling against God, I was merely just doing what I wanted. But now I know that in fact I did rebel because making choices against the word means that I had to turn my back to him. 
I moved in with my boyfriend at a very young age, at 18. I lived with him for nine years before he finally married me. We had a daughter out of wedlock and I continued to make choices with things I wanted rather than looking to my divine creator for his counsel in his great wisdom. Every heartache and every struggle has been from the result of me leaning on my own understanding and not acknowledging God in all of my ways. My paths were not straight and I am reaping still today what I have sown decades ago. About five years ago, I hired a spiritual life coach. One of the things she taught me was how to make these vision boards that I'm going to share with you today. She taught me how to make God the center of all my wishes, my dreams, and my desires. Over the years, preparing for my boards, have they've improved, and I have gotten more focused and intentional with casting my visions. I am here to tell you the law of attraction works. It is not biased any more than the law of gravity. What we focus on and what we believe to be true will indeed change our lives. But I do not want to teach the law of attraction without teaching about the one who created our laws. Prayer and focus on God puts life in a healthy direction. I do not want to sell you on empty promises but on true hope that lasts. We look to our Heavenly Father for wisdom, guidance, in a relationship that is intimate and in perfect love. Be careful not to get lost in wanting empty things, but fill your heart with all that matters. Stuff is nice to have and experience, but all the most wonderful stuff in the world without a fulfilling relationship with the one who gives you breath will ultimately be empty in the end. You do not have to create a vision board for the law of attraction to work. This has been working for me, and I'm sharing it with you now. Each person's board should be unique to the individual. Do not try to look like somebody else's. Yours is going to be special for just you. They're going to look different, but they're going to have the same framework. Now, here's what I do. I buy my white cardboard at the Dollar Tree for just $1. I am now, because um, I've been doing it for so many years, I'm in the habit of saving magazines all year long. But you could go into salons and uh, doctor's offices, anywhere they have uh, magazines in waiting rooms, and ask if they could donate their old ones to you. I cut out pictures and words that describe my future vision for the following year. I have found that the glue that works best is rubber cement. If you are doing this with multiple family members or friends, we put plenty of scissors, glues, magazines to go around in the middle of the table for everyone to share. I like to have a head count ahead of time so no one is waiting on scissors and glue sticks. It's actually fun to be dreaming together with other people. There is a really good energy that comes from it. Now your board can be longer, vertical, or horizontal. It's your creation. I lay mine the long way horizontally. The framework looks like this. Think of one word that will be your focus for the year. It describes your mindset and goals. 
I like to be prayerful at least a month before I make my board. A couple examples of my words have been connect, love, and conviction, just to give you um, some ideas. Once you know your word, then you put the year next to your word. Some of your goals should be easily attainable within this year. You definitely can see them in the near future. Some, and this is important, should be big, so big that you need a really big God to make these dreams come true. Once you complete your vision board, put it in a place you will look at every day. Mine is on my work table. Every morning I look at it and pray towards my goals. And in fact, I can see it right now as I'm working. Mark eleven twenty two says, Jesus says, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Here's the last and best part about the law of attraction, our faith. It's one thing to ask. It's another to believe and live as if it is already yours. What big things are you planning this coming year? Don't be afraid to dream big or even to dream again. If you have lived this past year in discouragement, fear, and in anxiety, do not lose hope in all that is good. I added multiple scripture verses in this episode because I want to remind you that He is our hope and our joy in all things. When our life is all said and done, nothing will matter more than this relationship. I'll take a picture of my vision board that I had created for 2020 and post it on my social media links and I'll put it on my website blog too. You can find that on monarchtouch.com. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-T-O-U-C-H.com. I am a visual person and seeing pictures helps me to understand ideas and concepts better. If you do make a vision board and share it on social media, please hashtag Monarch Touch so I can see it and be a part of your progress. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in today. And if you like this show, please share it with a friend. Wherever you may be listening, please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? If you have thoughts and you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page Monarch Touch and leave your comments there. I appreciate you and until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.